1: You're listening to American Ground Radio, where freedom grows, with Lewis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr, and now, live.
2: This is American Ground Radio,
1: I'm Stephen Parr with
3: Lewis R. Avalone. Don't be sucked in, folks. Do not, it's a trap, do not fall for it, because they all want you to say, for all of the white folks listening, hmm They all want you to say that you're proud to be white and what's wrong with being white, but it's a trap. And for all of the African-Americans who are listening right now, who would come to the defense of all you white folks listening, what I have to say to you African-Americans who are listening, those conservatives Don't fall for the trap either, because they're just waiting for you to come to the aid, to come to the defense of all these white folks so they can call you an Uncle Tom. Look what what they did to Clarence Thomas. What are are you talking about? Well, you didn't hear. No. Former CIA director John Brennan, over the weekend... Oh, yeah, I did hear this. ...says he's increasingly embarrassed to Mm -hmm. be a white male. But if if you come to the defense of white people and you say... What's wrong with being white? Mm-hmm. I'm proud to be white. It's a trap. It is. Because you're a racist. That's why you're so proud to be white, because if everything has always been in your favor your entire life. So why wouldn't you be proud to be white? See, don't fall for it, folks. We need to stay focused on the fact that we should not be judging each other by the color of our skin, but by the content of our character. But here's the other
2: part of that trap. It's a two-sided trap. Yes, they're trying to get you to say, I'm proud to be white. Oh, well, if you're white pride, that must be racist. But here's the other part of it. And Brennan has fallen for this part of the trap. They're trying to get you to say you're ashamed
3: of being oh, that's white. An, uh, that's, another, that's the other we're gonna talk side about, of the yes, trap. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But... Even this, uh, what, Senator, former Senator Claire McCaskill, who's a Democrat from Missouri, uh-huh. she remarked that what she saw at CPAC over the weekend mm-hmm. were white, whiny men calling themselves victims. White, <laughs> whiny. Let me just tell you, I have several African-American friends who are very conservative who were at CPAC. Right. And, of course, they didn't make up the majority. Right. Of the people who were there at but CPAC, they were there. If you only saw
2: white people at CPAC, then that means you were only looking for white people at CPAC.
3: So this was a uh, uh, this former CIA director John Brennan, who by the way had his security clearance stripped by President Trump because I don't think the Trump administration trusted him.
2: Well, no, Brennan set Brennan was one of the people who set Donald Trump up with the whole Russia collusion thing. Brennan was elbows deep in that.
3: So he said, uh, this was on, I don't know, some show on NBC being hosted by Nicole Wallace, Mm -hmm. who was a White House communications director under President George W. Bush. Why's it got to be the White House? Yeah, well, anyway. So anyway, so here's, oh, that too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's coming. (laughs) That's coming. It's not coming. It's already coming. No, I mean, seriously. So anyway, he was on a show. She was the host. Mm -hmm. Nicole Wallace was the host. And John Brennan said. I'm increasingly embarrassed to be a white male these days.
2: Why? I'll tell you why. Yeah, tell me why, because it makes no sense. Look, I'm not, I take no pride in things I don't have control over. Well, first of all, you're not supposed to be taking pride in a whole bunch of stuff anyways, because that's one of the seven deadly sins. But look, if you're going to be proud about something, why
3: be proud of something you had no role in? Why? Well, because, well... Maybe we should ask President Biden because on his first day in office, he rescinded the Trump administration's executive order prohibiting this critical race theory training for federal agencies and federal contractors. And see, that is
2: that's so the exact opposite of what Biden says. Biden says he wants unity, but critical
3: race theory is designed to create disunity. Yeah. Let me explain that for just a moment. So critical race theory. Basically, looks at the world, understands the world by viewing everything—society, economics, education, family, science, books—through the lens of whiteness mm-hmm. and white racism. Right. White people, according to critical race theory, white people are the problem. Yeah, they basically have just coasted through life in this privilege and unearned it's, gift universe it's exactly what coca-cola was teaching when they taught that
2: linkedin seminar that you've got to be less white because white is the problem see that that whole seminar was 100% no, based absolutely. on critical race theory that's not designed to
3: unite that is designed to to um separate no the folks at coca-cola were teaching they wanted you they Wanted white people to act less white. They said to be less white is to be less arrogant, Mm. to be less certain. Wait, so white means you're arrogant. White means you're certain. Okay. Uh, To be less defensive. Oh, white means you're defensive. To be more humble. White means, well, I guess arrogant. Okay. To break with white solidarity. (sighs) Just switch. Any of those words with the word
2: black, you know, black people to be black means you're arrogant to be black means you're
3: privileged to be black means you're not humble. But see, to fight this battle. To fight this battle and to win it Mm -hmm. is to just maintain the argument that this country was founded on the idea that all men are created equal and you can prove that
2: idea by simply reading the founding document this is not hard to prove read the founding document it's so important it was actually in the second sentence of the founding
3: document of this country but the way that you lose this argument is to concede that america should be a society where we judge one another on the color of our skin that's why i say don't if you're if you're African American, right. don't come to the defense of white people because no. it's a trap. And for you white folks, mm-hmm. don't defend, don't otherwise say. And, and I know like, there's folks out there that say, "Why shouldn't I say that? That's my First Amendment right." But it's a trap. It's a trap to say
2: to take pride in the color of your skin is a dumb thing to take pride in because you didn't choose it. See, that's that's this is a really critical point. Love only has value because it's a choice. okay? That's what gives it value. Of course. If you make the because you have to choose to love somebody every day. So if you love the color of your skin, you didn't choose your skin that that has no value. But, that's what, what that's just what you got through genetics. You, if you don't choose it,
3: it has no value but this is getting completely out of control so kyrie irving mm-hmm. uh, he's a guard for the nba basketball team the brooklyn nets mm-hmm. he says he says that it's time that the nba change its logo again this is critical race theory oh god i know this is going change the logo of the nba by patterning mm-hmm. patterning it after one of the most notable notable black players and that is uh, not Lakers store, Lakers star Jerry West, mm-hmm. but Kobe Bryant. Now Jerry West, when they first created that logo, the NBA logo back in 1969, it was rumored right. that, and everybody knows that it was patterned after him. But the the league never Jerry West was obviously obviously a white basketball player, right? As by the way, most basketball players were back in the so 1950s Kyrie and 60s. Irving uh-huh. is saying since the league is already 74 percent African Americans. Mm-hmm. That they ought to change the logo and you know what if they choose to do that god bless them but again we're going back to a time here where we are judging one another where we're making decisions based on the color of our skin and not the content of our character
2: and that's the exact opposite of what martin luther king marched for it's the exact opposite let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow Well, Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards loosened some of his COVID lockdown rules. T- starting tomorrow, restaurants, movie theaters, spas, and salons can have up to 75% occupancy. That's an increase from 50%. Bars can reopen, but can only have 25% occupancy inside. Live indoor music is being allowed again, but like the movie Footloose, dancing is not allowed in the Pelican State. The mask mandate will remain in effect. Now, next door in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott lifted his mask mandates and COVID restrictions, saying, quote, effective next
3: Wednesday, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100 percent. Arkansas has lifted most of its uh, safety restrictions. Right. Many, many states are doing that. People got to get back to work. And the vaccine is working. And that's why this is possible. Third thing you need to know before tomorrow, a justice
2: of the peace in the second thing, I'm sorry, that you need to know before tomorrow, a justice of the peace in Texas and three other people were arrested and charged with ballot harvesting and election fraud. Thomas Ramirez, justice of the peace in Medina County in Texas, is accused of getting ballots from people in assisted living centers. And during the 2018 primary, Ramirez, a Republican, said in a statement that the charges were quote, absurd and
3: that he will vigorously defend himself in court. The untold story that's going to occur the remainder of this year are the untold number of mm-hmm. voter fraud cases that are being referred to attorney generals in state after state after state, but the mainstream media won't report it. We will. Every single time I see them, we're going to bring them up on this show.
2: Third thing you need to know before tomorrow, many people in the city of Jackson, Mississippi, still don't have water. More than two weeks after an ice storm hit the city, a boil water notice is still in effect in Jackson. Over the weekend, the city began distributing water for people to use to flush their toilets. Mayor Chukwe Antar Lumumba said the problem in Jackson is a, quote, aging city with an aging budget that needs more than $2 billion to repair
3: a water system that's more than 100 years old. No, the problem in Jackson is the same in every Democrat-led city across this country. The can has been kicked down the road too many times, and they haven't dealt with the infrastructure problems that they have. They're more focused on things
2: like social justice than they are social projects that need to get done for the city. Coming up next, we're talking to the American Mamas. Stick around.
1: Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're on board American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr.
2: Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis
3: R. Avalone. You know, physical abandonment of a child, mm-hmm. for example, occurs when the child's caregivers mother or father and or father right disappears from the child's life altogether child endangerment there's laws on the books that make that illegal
2: right actually if if you are an an adult and you take a nap and uh, there's a child in your house, and the child goes outside while you're sleeping, you actually get in trouble for child abandonment, child and endangerment.
3: when we see cases of that, mm-hmm. the public is outraged. outraged. How can you do this to an innocent child right. that was dependent upon you for their welfare, for their livelihood, right. and here you go, and you've just abandoned this child? What kind of a monster does that? Exactly. Yeah. Well. The Biden administration, mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you're not from the United States, yeah. they would consider you to be a loving parent. Surely for you, physically Surely you just. Well, let's, let's hear from Biden's DHS secretary. We are not apprehending a nine-year-old child who's come alone, who's traversed Mexico, uh, whose parents whose loving parents had sent that child alone. We're not expelling that nine-year-old child uh, uh, to Mexico. Uh, when that child's origin, uh, country of origin, was Guatemala, Honduras, or El Salvador. So a loving parent. Mm -hmm. Yep. A loving parent. Loving parent. Let their child. No, no, no. Sent. Sent. Oh, excuse me. Yes, sent their child. Sent their child.
2: From El Salvador or Guatemala through Mexico. That traversed countries. I need you, baby. Alone. I, I love you. And you're nine now. And it's time for you to walk. Through Guatemala, through Honduras. And those
3: are loving parents, according to the Biden administration. Are you out of your freaking mind? (laughs) And here's the other part. Until Obama came along, Uh illegal border crossings primarily were young or involved young single men. Right. Looking for work, a lot of them. But when word got out because of Obama's catch and release program, when word got out that illegals with small children – would be let loose in America. Guess what you incentivized? You incentivized sending small children lovingly through a dangerous, dangerous journey. But it's the Democrats who care so much, right? It's the Democrats. It's the Republicans that are cold and heartless. Give me a break.
2: Boy, we got a question in for our American mamas. Dear mamas, now they're even coming after Dolly. Well, let's ask
3: our American mamas.
1: Mama Told me not she said, way happened,
2: no. And joining us now are American Mamas, Terry Netterville and Denise Arthur. Terry, I first saw this story and the <laughs> first person I <laughs> thought of, I was like, Terry Netterville is going to be <laughs> so mad oh that gosh. they're coming <sighs> after Dolly Parton. I
0: couldn't believe it. You know you're not the only one. I had several people <laughs> send me a text saying, "Are you okay, Gary? I, th- I thought of you, and I heard this story, and I just I read it, and I thought you've got to be kidding me. They're going after her because she won't come out politically yeah. for a one team, side Pick a the team. other. You got to pick a team. That's, That's right. What they're doing. They want her to pick a team. Yeah. She is so wise to not do that. Like she said before, I get paid to entertain." No one pays me. To that's get my her political... dark side, Terry. She has a dark side. Yeah, what
4: was that? I don't know. I loved what John Rich said uh, on Fox one morning. He said that uh, it, Dolly's darkest side is brighter than most
0: people's bright side. Ah, here, here, <laughs> y'all. I'm telling you, her heart is pure gold. If you followed her in her story, she came from nothing. You know, there was yeah. several siblings, and her. Miner, her coal mining father and mother who loved to, you know, that sewed up that dress. That, I mean, that coat of many colors. Um, when I read this, I thought, OK, what are they going to do? They're going to cancel everybody that does not just say exactly what they want to say on the left or what they want to hear on the left. She might not feel that way. It's bully. That's
4: bullying. When you when you wanna force somebody to pick a side and they don't have any she has no vested in her interest is in people. All people, exactly. er, people of every clear. kind. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. She caters to all people with just. She's all about the love and the kindness. But people are going to poo poo that because they don't. They don't like it. Well, they're out the... of people. My God, for God's I sake, Terry! They went after a potato I and know. Dolly's
0: <laughs> Mister Potato. <laughs> but here's my question: How does this liberal magazine, the Vox, or the I don't even know, are they a blog or a vlog? Or... Online, yeah. They're, they're okay, they're, they're online. A... News media type place, leftist journalism. Okay, why do they get to garner this kind of coverage? I mean, why are we even sharing this out? What what gives them this? I don't know this elitist view of what's right, what's wrong, what's because dark, what's right. The left, I they're know,
4: on but the left. who cares what they think? They got trophies we don't even know about. We don't <laughs> even get them. They got medals, <laughs> trophies, pats on the back, Emmys. They get it all.
1: Because they're the loudest.
4: That's why. Well. They're the loudest and they'll just come up with anything. But I'll tell you, I don't think Dolly's. Followers, they're not gonna put up with this. No, this no, is, d- d- look, you can pick on a lot of this, yes. like picking on Mother Teresa. I mean, really, it's Dolly Parton, her, which they already tried to go after her for Super doing Bowl. the five to nine instead yeah. of the nine to five because people right. want to achieve the American dream. Oh my gosh, let's just burn her at the cross.
0: Her point, too, of that entire commercial was to empower people. To inspire people to go for what your dream is. You can work at this job, nine to five, but then after that, do something you love that you can turn into making money. That's an entrepreneur. So when they went after her for that, I thought... Wait, no. She's inspiring people. She's encouraging them to go for their dream, but they—it's it's almost like they look for the worst, most twisted way. They want to spin the narrative. Yeah. Well, if it, to make fit, look, if it doesn't fit, if it
4: doesn't fit, because Terry, they—they they don't want to work nine to five. So why would they want <laughs> Dolly true. To, get to work five that to is nine? That's true. They don't have to work nine to five. I mean, there's a way around that now. I mean, hey, by the time this administration gets through, Who knows? we may all yeah. be sitting at the house. Well,
0: I'll, you know, I'm not a fan of Bill Mars, but I, somebody sent me a link, uh, I guess about a week ago, maybe, where, have y'all seen this, where he was talking about cancel culture, and he was going after it. He was like, look, and, and I'm probably sure, I'm sure that it was probably some selfish reasons for that, because he has said some things in the past. That can truly haunt him. Yeah. And so he's probably trying to put that out there for himself. But what he said was true. If you you can only learn to do better and to be better if you know that you've done something wrong in the past. I mean, a lot of these people are like, wait, I didn't know that by going to the the um, Kappa whatever formal for the antebellum, you know, the yeah. antebellum dance... I didn't, I didn't know that that meant that. I thought I was just wearing a pretty dress. Yeah, and that would come back to
4: haunt you now if you ran for office. Absolutely. That would come back to
0: haunt you. If you're on the right. Because yeah. we saw what happened to, was it Virginia? West Virginia's governor who was Virginia. in blackface. Virginia.
2: Virginia's governor and Virginia's attorney general and uh, Virginia's lieutenant governor also had sexual harassment uh, allegations against them. And all three men were able to skate simply because they're Democrats.
0: They're Democrats. And that's my point. And that was my point to you, Denise. They get away with it if they're on the left. We will be canceled on the right. But why? Why is the left able to cancel the right, but then the right doesn't cancel the left? You know what I mean? Well,
4: Terry, that's what we're doing right now. With lucky
0: landslots, you can get lucky
1: just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)
4: We're on the there radio, and we are canceling yes. all that garbage. You know, you hear us, we're on the radio, and we're speaking out, so you can't cancel us, because we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. So you go ahead, Vox, do whatever you want to do, now make up some new name, do some kind of new whatever, but we're not going to be quiet and we have a lot of people just like us. So y'all just keep on hanging out with each other because you don't even know what's going on on the right side.
2: If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash American Ground Radio or facebook.com slash American Mamas. Terry Nettaville, Denise Arthur. Thank y'all. Thank you. Mm, just love little Dolly. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, it's that time in the show when we dig deep. Stick around. We'll
1: be right back. There's more fresh-roasted American ground radio brewing. So stick around. Mm, that's good radio. With Lewis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr.
3: Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis
1: R. Avalone. You
3: know, so the economists are concerned about inflation. The bond market has recently been heating up, and of mm-hmm. course that's... Sent stocks trending downward. Okay. Uh, they took a little bit of a break yesterday. I think right. they had one of their largest gains uh, made some re- in several months. Made some stocks, recovery. Stocks, yeah. stocks did, yeah. And now, you know, of course, we, we're we seeing gas prices rise. Right. They're up 18% since the election. I think they're, they're headed toward $4 due to all of the new climate regulations and the shutting down of the – energy, mining, right. and the drilling on federal lands, including offshore. Basically, Joe Biden going against what he said in the debates. He said
2: he wasn't going to try and ban fracking. He's already tried to ban fracking in the first few days of his administration.
3: So for those of you in business, mm-hmm. you know that the cost of everything Right, that you do in business, your, your whether it's your raw materials, right, uh, whether it's finished products, whatever it is, everything goes up. It's got to come mm-hmm. on a truck, right, and the cost of diesel mm-hmm. is soaring. It is, and so freight costs have increased. You've got to pass that on somehow, right? You can't just absorb to the it all. consumer, right? Anyway, part of that, part of the reason that even truckers are hurting. It's not just because of the oil, but many trucking companies are going out of business, especially those on the west coast, because the ports in California, the po- the ports mm-hmm. on the west coast, they can't get unloaded. There are literally 3 and 4 months worth of containers from China, no doubt, that cannot get unloaded because nearly 800 longshoremen who are those that they're union workers, right? That are employed to work those docks to unload those containers. They take those containers, they put them on an eighteen wheeler, right? Right. right, and they send them across the country uh, to bring us whatever it is that we need—toothpaste, etc. So cetera, why et can't they get them off the docks? Because they're at home because of COVID. Oh, the state of California <laughs> did not make the the state of California did not make longshoremen essential workers so they're not getting the vaccine and so what's happened is an easter's coming up right? right not too many weeks well apparently inside those containers are all the easter eggs and easter decorations that we would normally see in our retailers yeah aisles you're not going to see them you may not see them so uh you may be, need Thank, to root thanks, around. Governor, for, some- yeah you need may need to root around for those easter eggs in the attic Wow. Let's dig deep.
1: Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, Oop. about the step down.
2: Well, they're talking about domestic terrorism on Capitol Hill today. Christopher Wray, head of the
3: FBI, was up there testifying about this. They've been hmm. talking about that since January the
2: 6th. Interesting you bring that up. Uh, there's, a, there's a new poll out by Harvard Harris X. Uh, by the way, this is a poll that leans left. One of the, the things about the election is that we get to tell exactly how biased polls are based off of how bad they were in November. Okay. So Harvard Harris X is off by four points. It, in, ter- in terms of what? Explain that. What they mean? said that Biden was going to win the election by eight and a half points. He won by about four. So this poll was off by four points. OK. Got it. OK. So which do you find more concerning, they asked people, the violence that occurred in American cities over the summer in 2020 or the incident at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? Forty five percent of respondents to the Harvard Harris X poll said January 6th. 55 said the riots over the summer. And again, you want to add
3: four points to that score to get it close to what reality actually is. That's very interesting because I, I wouldn't have expected folks mm-hmm. to be as outraged over what happened in
2: the summer. Yeah. Versus what happened at Capitol Hill. Because, again, I'm outraged at what happened at Capitol Hill. That shouldn't have happened. But I think it's worse what happened over the summer simply in scale and the damage to, to the country. Now, here's the next question they asked. Do you think the perpetrators of violence at the U.S. Capitol will be found and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law? 65% said yes. Only 35% said no. There's pretty high faith that the people who invaded the Capitol on January 6th will be prosecuted for doing it. That's encouraging. I think that's encouraging. Very encouraging. But then they asked, do you think the perpetrators of violence in America's cities over the summer are being looked for and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Oh, absolutely not. Only 48% said yes, 52 said no. Again, add four points to change that up to make that closer to reality. But a majority of the American people do not think our federal government is trying to look for and prosecute the people
3: who rioted in our streets throughout this last year. Well, just ask our Vice President Kamala Harris. She said that these riots should not stop. They will not stop. They will continue. I mean, as if, as if this is the new normal. Well, she said that, yeah, they should not stop.
2: See, so this is an interesting point. Because when there was a crime committed against the government, January 6th, that was a crime against the government, yes? Invading the Capitol, it's a crime against the government. Well, yeah, I okay? mean, it's... So, when, of course. when there's a crime against the government, the government was quick to respond, And Americans believe those responsible for committing the crime against the government will be prosecuted. But when members of the government, to include Kamala Harris, encouraged crimes against the people, not only was the government not quick to stop the violence, they aren't even trying to
3: prosecute the perpetrators. But it was part of the plan. I I would say, and I know some folks may say, you're absolutely out of your mind, but Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. there are very credible reports that Nancy Pelosi denied National Guard support on January the 4th right for the January 6th electoral
2: now she says no that's not true no but you know it's not like Nancy's ever you know well, failed this, to tell I, the truth well i i do
3: believe i and i do believe i don't know that she even Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. i know this is maybe this sounds over optimistic i don't think nancy pelosi is going to be able to suppress Mm -hmm. the truth here with respect to what happened on january the 6th and whether or not because you've got the former capitol police chief right uh steve uh, uh sund uh i forget his last name but you've got the the former capitol police chief who said he begged right he begged for national guard support and he said that on january
2: 7th he said that this isn't a new thing he's saying. He's yeah, he, saying said it, he
3: said it at the time. Exactly. It was very contemporaneous yeah. with what happened on January the 6th. Now, here's another thing they
2: asked in this Harvard-Harris X poll that I think is very interesting. Because remember Joe Biden said, Antifa's not a group, it's an idea. Remember he said oh, that? Oh,
3: yeah, of course.
2: Well, the American people think he's full of it. Um, Harris, <laughs> Harvard-Harris X, do you think Antifa is a domestic terrorist group or not? Seventy-one percent of the people in this poll said Antifa is a domestic terrorist group. Again, this polls off by about four points on average. So add four points to that. You're looking at three out of every four Americans believes Antifa is a domestic terrorist
3: group. Look, America. I, I, look, America. It's not always gotten it right. Right. But it's always it's always been a bad idea to bet against the American people. They're, often they're able to see through. It
2: takes some time sometimes, especially when the media is gaslighting the American people the way the media does. Here's one last question. Do you think the Capitol riots are being used as an excuse to silence political voices on the right, or is the reaction to them a legitimate response to the violence? 59% of people responding to this
3: poll said it's being used to silence those on the right and see what i think this is evidence of that the left has overplayed its hand it's gone too far and the american people even those that are in their corner that are they would consider themselves democrats right because
2: you don't get to 59 percent without at least some democrats going yeah they're going too far exactly coming up next we got a bright spot stick around we'll be back
1: you're listening to American Ground Radio, a daily workout for your political mind, with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr.
3: Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis
2: R. Avalone. So, of
3: course, Joe Biden claims he's a devout Catholic, but yes. there is a growing there is a growing chorus of mm-hmm. Catholic priests who say... That is blasphemy because he's not. They, in fact, they claim that he is the antithesis of a devout Catholic. Because look, look at who he nominated to be the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services Xavier Becerra. Yeah, the California Attorney General. As Attorney General in California, Mm -hmm. he went after all of these. Abortion, or excuse me, these crisis pregnancy centers that basically give a young woman a way out a that choice. doesn't a choice that doesn't include killing so their unborn child. Because
2: the left calls themselves pro-choice, but when one of the choices is life, and you're trying to give women this opportunity to to do what the, the Catholic Church certainly would want them to do, which is to try and be great mothers.
3: They're like, oh, no, no, that's not the choice we're talking about. No, the Supreme Court, they actually struck down this California law that Mm -hmm. required these pro-life or these pregnancy crisis centers to promote abortion. Right. By posting a sign in large fonts in their waiting areas saying that you have a right to a state-funded abortion. And they even gave them an 800 number. I mean, so anyway, it was struck down by the Supreme Court, but it just gives you an idea Mm -hmm. of just how – anti pro-life this president this administration is it's time now for a bright spot
2: happy read across america day did you know what today's read across america day
3: you know i saw some posts on social media some folks wearing some dr seuss hats okay so all sorts of stuff do you know why march 2nd is
2: read across america day
3: i don't know Stephen. please tell me because it's dr
2: seuss's birthday Theodore geisel fantastic right uh but in making a proclamation about read across america day which is a bright spot wait a minute i thought dr seuss was racist why are we talking about this in a well, bright no, spot that, well he's not racist dr seuss is a bright spot read across america day is a bright spot but president joe biden didn't mention dr seuss's name once today in his proclamation remember it's only read across america day today because it's dr seuss's birthday so why didn't joe biden mention dr seuss's name even once because he probably couldn't remember his name <laughs> well i think and, and you know
3: well, never
1: mind. It's, it's probably closer okay. to
2: what you were first alluding to, that now Dr. Seuss apparently is racist. The cat in the hat is racist. The Grinch is still Christmas is racist. One fish, two fish. Red fish, blue fish is racist. Green eggs and ham is racist. Oh, the places you'll go is racist. Hop tell me, on, tell me how. Is no, racist. St- st-
3: just stop. How?
2: How? how? That stuff I don't really know. They, they point out that there aren't a lot of minorities— it depicted in uh, graphics in Dr. Seuss's books and some of the ones that are th- are given a- as negative stereotypes. OK, so like there is a picture in one of Dr. Seuss's books of a man from China who is eating rice out of a bowl with chopsticks because, you know, that never actually happens. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, it, right. OK, now, so I mean, that's like an stunning. Italian eating pasta. Right. I mean, that's what Italian people do, kind of. So it's stunning how quickly the left changes its mind and decides that some American hero is now a racist bigot that must be canceled. Because when Barack Obama was president, the first black person to be president, Dr. Seuss was a racist. Barack Obama mentioned Dr. Seuss's name during his Read Across America proclamations in 2014. Here's what he said. Dr. Seuss' tales challenged dictators and discrimination. They call us to open our minds, to take responsibility for ourselves and our planets. Barack Obama said in 2014, Dr. Seuss challenges discrimination.
3: I just don't understand why we're still dividing ourselves in the most uncivilized, Mm -hmm. elementary, and ignorant way, and that is by the color of our skin.
2: 2015. Barack Obama said, quote, the works of Theodore Seuss Geisel, better known to us as Dr. Seuss, have sparked a love for reading in generations of students. His whimsical wordplay and curious characters inspire children to dream big and remind readers of all ages that a person's a person, no matter how small. Does that sound like somebody who's a racist? No. How about the next, 2016, Barack Obama, 2016. One of America's revered wordsmiths who used his incredible talents to instill in his most impressionable readers universal values we all hold dear. But see, in 2017, when Barack Obama was no longer president, First Lady Melania Trump gave 10 Dr. Seuss books to a school library in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And the school librarian said his books were, quote, steeped in racist propaganda characters, caricatures, and harmful stereotypes. I, oh, Maybe this geez. was more about hating Donald Trump than it was about loving reading. What well, do you look, think? Like
3: gone with the wind, mm-hmm. Uncle Finn. I mean, and, and look, I, these are all, I mean, our our great literary works right. are being redacted. And, and and again, Dr. Seuss was not a conservative nut job. He I, was I can't even He was on the left. I, I, the oh, Lord why are we s- even talking about something as ridiculous as this? He was he was pro environment.
2: He was on. He was more of a. Uh, he was a Democrat basically. But look, that it's doesn't a matter. Child's it's book. a child's book. Care. It's a great story. Here is what I say. Let's support the things we actually support. Read a Dr. Seuss book today, and and let's tell the left by doing that. They cannot cancel yet another great American hero, a real bright spot. Look, if everything you see is color, then what are you?
1: Coming up next, we've got a moment of a while. Stick around. If you're not listening in, you're missing out. American Ground Radio with Lewis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis. Sir Avalone.
3: So President Biden was in a virtual meeting, a summit, if you will, oh, a virtual meeting with uh, the president of Mexico. Oh. And in that meeting, he says, "We look at you as an equal, not someone who is south of the border." I mean, what does that mean? I mean, that'd be like saying to France, Uh uh, we look at you as an equal, not someone who is across the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) I mean,
2: I I mean, seriously. To to Canada, we look at you as an equal, not just America's
3: hat. (laughs) What is he doing? And why no State of the Union address? I mean, we... We joked I made a joke earlier about that perhaps Joe Biden didn't remember something. Right. And I don't mean by any means to make fun of someone who is clearly in cognitive decline. Right. But all of the people around him are in either in denial or that they know they're they're defrauding the American people because He's not someone that's in control. And, and I don't
2: mean that his mind's gone south of the border. I just mean, whoa. Oh, whoa.
1: When I say whoa, I mean whoa!
2: Matt Monty plays basketball at Wakefield Marincico High School in Michigan. During a game last week, Matt noticed that a member of the opposing team's JV squad wasn't wearing basketball shoes. Matt had some ankle problems himself and knows what not having the right shoes can mean. So after his game was over, Matt took the shoes off his feet, gave them to a player on his JV squad who then gave them to the athletic director for the visiting team to give to the player who didn't have any shoes. And that would have been the end of the story. We've never heard about it, except that Don Hill, the athletic director for the other school, decided to give Matt a little recognition. He took a picture of the shoes, posted them to Facebook, saying, Shout out to Matthew Monty when leaving the gym tonight. He donated his shoes to one of our JV players. Classy kid, classy program. Gained my respect for sure tonight. Matt's coach didn't even know about it till his wife told him the, about the post on Facebook. It went viral from there. When asked about it, Matt says it feels pretty good to help somebody out, I guess. Doesn't it, though? May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy.